Praise God. Welcome to In Christ Hour, all of you. Let us look at our devotion. Fanero devotion, Monday, the 31st of August, 2020. And um, the devotion is from our Father, Apostle Grace. Lubega, praise the Lord. And um, we're reading from John chapter 5, verses 5 to 7. Wow. And the Bible says, um, a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He says unto him, Will thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another stepeth down before me. And the title of our devotion is Of Distinction. Praise the Lord. Of Distinction. And the devotion says, It is vital and extremely critical for every child of God to walk in the graces of distinction. Very vital. Praise the Lord. <laughs> when a man does not walk in these graces, he inevitably submits himself to the dictates of merit. And for me, I look at that as the law, the dictates of the law. Praise the Lord. And uh, um, <laughs> the devotion continues says, what, what merit does is, is that the first man takes it all. Praise the Lord. <laughs> A child of God struggling under the burden of merit can only hope to be lucky. He or she survives by competition. Praise the Lord. This was part of the dilemma of, of, uh, of the man at the pool of Bethesda. He was lacking in distinction and operating at the same level as many people at the pool. The disastrous effect was an infirmity spanning 38 long years. What a tra tragedy. The fact of life is that there will always be someone who will get into the pool before you. Praise the Lord. Someone who applied for the job before you. Someone who prayed before you. Someone who fasted before you. Someone who read before you. Shakaramande. When God reads, uh, when God gives you distinction, you can still have the, that healing, even if you don't step into the pool. You can have the job whether you applied last for it or didn't apply for it. Praise the Lord. You can have the opportunity even when you are least qualified. Look at Paul, a man who did not get the opportunity to see Christ in the flesh. He says of himself, that he was one born out of due time. That is 1 Corinthians 15, 8. But what did distinction do for him? He wrote almost three quarters of the New Testament. Out, uh, outwriting those that walked with Christ, ate with him, and saw him perform miracles. You must settle, you must settle it in your spirit that you are different. It may look like and you may look like and talk like everyone around you, but you are special. There is a great and mighty call of God upon your life. Greatness is in the inside of you and is bubbling, waiting to burst out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, <laughs> for me, what I saw in this distinction was the graces of distinction sort of... Um, they sort of uh, move hand in hand with redemption of time. Praise the Lord. Because we see that um, 
for example, our theme scripture was talking about uh, a man at the pool of Bethesda. They had to wait for a certain time when the pool would be troubled. A certain time, Chronos, when the pool would be troubled and then he jumps in, right? But when he meets distinction, that is Jesus Christ, the man who could grace him with distinction, you find that he gets the healing without going into the pool. Same as Paul. Paul says that I was born out of time. In other words, he was way behind his, behind his time. He had lost time, a lot of time. But we see that very distinction, redeeming that very time. We're in the year of redemption. We redeeming that very time. And you find that there are people who deserved to, to, to build the foundation of the world. Praise the Lord. Uh, sorry, the foundation of the gospel. But still... There's a redemption that happens for Paul to put him, to put him out, out of there. It is this distinction that makes you build uh, a multi-billion company in one year where a man spent 10 years. Praise the Lord. It is this very distinction that makes you prepare for something in one month where others took two years to prepare for it. Praise the Lord. Like, like, like Papa said that... When it comes to marriage, there will, always be, there will always be someone who is first. Praise the Lord. There will always be someone who is first. Someone who is better than you are. But what puts you out there? For me, again, I, I believe even those people who are put out there, there's a certain distinction or a certain grace that is upon them. For example, when, when, when Papa was talking about opportunity and potential, he gives an example of, 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 of Hussein Bolt, you know, being the fastest runner in the world. But it might not be so that he's the fastest, you know. There might be somebody in a village out there that is, that is faster than him. But why is he the greatest? There was a grace that separated him from the normal people, that gave him a platform. Praise the Lord. That gave him a platform. And the devotion is calling us to the fact that of this grace we have received, of this favor we have received. Praise the Lord. It's not about merit. It's not about what you've done. You know? It's not, it's not all about... For example, when you look at wealth, wealth is a matter of covenant. It was a promise given to Abraham. Praise the Lord. So you, you will not become the richest man in the world because you probably worked hard. <laughs> But the fact that you are conscious to this very covenant that you're in, and you know that's why very many people failed. That's why very many people actually don't make it up there. And for me, I saw the place of us aligning ourselves to the, to the grace of God. Because sometimes we are obedient, but we are not willing. Praise God. Um, let us read a devotion to, to explain this. It's dated 18th of July, 2017. And um, we're reading from 1 Corinthians 15.10. The Bible says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and, uh, his, grace which, and his grace which was, bestowed up, which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I, labored, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. And uh, the title of the devotion is The Spirit of Grace the spirit of grace and um, the devotion says the inherent ability of the grace to transform our lives lies in the fact that it labors in us 
it labors, grace labors, praise the Lord. What made Paul the successful minister he was, despite other apostles like Peter having preceded him in the work of the gospel, was his distinctive understanding of the spirit of grace. Praise the Lord. Paul labored more abundantly than all of them because he yielded to this spirit through prevenient grace. Praise the Lord. Prevenient grace precedes any human decision. It is the prompting of the Spirit of God aside from your personal will. It has been availed to every man. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine that? <laughs> you know when Papa talks of serendipity, you know, that place where you, you, you wake up, you're just doing your normal thing, and then you, as you're walking, something just hits you, a blessing just hits you. From nowhere, a man who was on the streets, without hope becomes one of the greatest people <laughs> that is prevenient grace praise the lord and it has that grace has been availed to every man we, uh, and the devotion says which is why the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of, of understanding nor yet favor uh, to men of skill but time and chance happeneth to them all that is ecclesiastes 9:11. The spirit of grace will quicken you in, 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 in business ahead of men who have been in business over 10 years. It will increase your ministry over men who have been in ministry over 60 years. If anything is to come from God, understand, child of truth, it will never be by merit. It will always be by grace. All you have to do is yield to the spirit of grace in you. Praise the Lord. There is a required yielding for you to, to, to allow this spirit of grace to work in you. Praise the Lord. Because again, sometimes, for example, when the Bible says um, that do not receive the grace of God in vain. How is it that some people receive the grace of God in vain? Is that they claim all these blessings upon their lives. Oh, I am rich, I am this, I am that. But in their consciousness, or probably in how they look at life, they think they are going to earn these things by merit. And that's why the Bible says that, that uh, Christ has become of no effect unto you whosoever, uh, if, if, if you're justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. In other words, when you seek to be justified by a certain merit, by a certain law, by certain standards of the world, outside the grace of God, or probably you fall from that grace. You, in other words, there's a requirement that we yield to that grace. That's why every other time we preach this gospel, that you may know that even in the worst circumstances, even in the places where you actually don't deserve it by merit, God can still get you out of that place and put you up there by the very nature that you carry. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now, there's also... um. There's a devotion, I, I think I read it some time back, but uh, I would love to repeat it because it's interesting and, yeah, it will remind us anyway. <laughs> uh, it's dated 19th July 2018. We're reading from Genesis 25, 27 uh, to 28. And the Bible says, And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did not eat of his venison. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Praise the Lord. And the title of the devotion is The Tent Dweller. And the devotion says, 
Religion has taught Christians that they can receive nothing from God without tireless hard work. In religion, there is no place for favor. That's the problem with religion. The law. Praise the Lord. But what does the Bible teach? Why did God speak of giving you houses? You did not build wells. You did not dig and vineyards. You did not plant. That is in Deuteronomy 6.11. This was the life of Jacob. In sharp contrast to his brother Esau, who was a hunter and a very hard worker, Jacob was a tent dweller who was not familiar with rigorous demands of the field. Isaac sought to bless Esau based on what he could do. However, this was not God's plan. He ensured that Jacob, who had done nothing to deserve it, would receive the blessing. Praise the Lord. In fact, when Rebekah asked Jacob to pose as Esau, she took the responsibility of any curse he might receive. That is Genesis 27:13. She was the figure of Christ who became a curse for us in Galatians 3:13. So we see the figure of Christ there. Um, Mama Rebecca acting as, 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 as the Christ there that for any curse that you will take in, in, in getting this blessing, I will, it will be upon me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so the price was paid. The price was paid for you to fully deserve the wealth that you require. And the devotion continues says, God couldn't allow the hunter to arrive before the tenth dweller received the father's blessing. This is what is called the grace of God. There are times you will hunt for game, but there are also times you will be given game. Praise the Lord. It is your choice, child of God. It is your choice. <laughs> it's your choice. Can you believe that? It's your choice. It's your choice. This, and the devotion continues says, this does not mean that Christians have to sit back and do nothing, to never work, get jobs, and simply await miracles. No. We work hard and strive to be the very best at what we do, but we are also conscious of the favor of God that constantly gives us advantage over the others. Praise the Lord. Some Christians have feared unmerited blessings because of the religious misconceptions that were preached to them over the years. Yet the scriptures say, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. That is Isaiah 1.19. Some Christians are obedient, but they are not willing to receive the blessings of God. Child of God, not everything should come to you the hard way. Praise the Lord. Not everything should come to you the hard way. The favor of God has prepared for you things that you do not deserve. You must believe it. You must believe it. Leave the gap. Leave a gap for the miraculous to happen naturally in your life. Praise the Lord. Not everything has to happen the hard way. You don't have to strive for everything. Praise the Lord. And, you know, I, I love it when you ask um, our Father Apostle Grace that, how is it that you've built this ministry? And he just tells you it's grace. Praise the Lord. In there is a depth that for him, there's a way it redeems time for him that in a period of four years, in a period of five, in a period of six years, we are growing to thousands, to millions of people. Praise the Lord. That's how it's built. And he comes and tells you that for every minister of the gospel, one thing you must be conscious of every day of your life is the love of God towards you. Because if you're not conscious of it, you will never grow in the things pertaining to God. Praise the Lord. When we are talking about the spirit of revelation, sometimes we don't get revelation because we are good. Because we have sought all the... <laughs> 
the grace just comes you read one scripture that place whereby you open the bible and the bible opens itself to you the word opens itself to you praise the lord yet there are men out there trying to seek the scriptures to get a revelation to preach to people but there's someone who sits on the bible like this and they get like 30 sermons praise the lord some someone just sleeps like this and the lord wakes them up and they give them a thousand sermons to write have they <laughs> that is grace praise the lord not everything has to come the hard way praise the lord not that we don't work hard but we we we, we but we also understand the favor of God towards us. Be, be aligned to this grace. Praise the Lord. Be established in this grace. I would love to read uh, the last devotion. It's also interesting. So, yeah, let us uh, read then we shall close. It's, it's dated 5th October 2018. And uh, we are reading from um, Revelation chapter 18, verses 2 and 4. And the Bible says, And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils and, uh, and the hold of every false spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Come out of her, my people. Come out of Babylon. Go look for that, that someone. Come out of Babylon. It will help you when it even comes to this whole aspect. It says, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not her plagues. And the title of the devotion is The Babylonian System. The Babylonian System. Babylon, the devotion says, Babylon is a system and it represents the order and operations of this world. Some Christians are in places of influence that are admirable, but they are still under this Babylonian system and thus function under its yoke. Praise the Lord. If a Christian subjects himself to the Babylonian system, it doesn't matter how hard a worker they are. It doesn't matter how educated they are or what positions they hold. They are under a particular yoke and they cannot rise above. If you're under a Babylonian system, you can never be great. It will stop you. You'll be bound. Praise the Lord. And so uh, the devotion continues says, Your inheritance as a child of God is tagged to the blessing of the Almighty God and not what the systems of this world can offer. When you flow in the realm of reason and try to apply carnal methods to obtain this inheritance, you walk out of the course that God has ordained for you. In other words, the realm we are talking of, this distinction that we are talking of, is not a place where you... You, you apply your reasoning and be like, okay, how is it going to work? How is it going? No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it's a faith realm. It's a faith realm. Praise the Lord. And the, and the devotion continues and says, um, the Babylonian system will make a predictable Christian out of you. The blessing of God, on the other hand, makes an unpredictable Christian out of you because you draw out of the limitlessness the limitless resources of eternity are not the limited resources of this world. Your finances are unpredictable. Your ministry is unpredictable. Your vision is unpredictable. And everything about your life is unpredictable. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Men look at you. They look at the job you have and they look at the wealth that is with you. And you're like, but how come your salary does not provide for this wealth? How come you get it? And you tell them, man, it's the grace of God. You tell them, man... What I'm talking about is <laughs> houses I didn't build, lands, 
mashakula singra dose tilibe and this is the consciousness we must carry praise the lord not everything has to come the hard way not everything <laughs> not everything has to come the hard way carry this consciousness today's devotion says settle it in your spirit that you are different no matter the, 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 the environment you might be in, just make sure, settle it in your mind that you are different. Yes, other men might be doing these things. By the way, even in the places of diligence, settle it that you are different. You work harder than the rest. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You settle it in your mind. Praise the Lord. When things are trying to pull you down, when that, that attitude of laziness tries to come, you tell yourself, I am different from the rest of this. Yes, they might be resting. Yes, they might be uh, having a lukewarm attitude. But I am different because the grace of God has been availed to me. Anyway, further study. 1 Corinthians 15, 8. The Bible says, And the last of all, and the last of all he was seen of me also as born out of due time. Mm. <laughs> the other further study, 1 Peter 2, 9. Says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of the out of darkness into his marvelous light. Praise the Lord. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are special, you are different. Golden nugget. You must settle it in your spirit that you are different. You may look like and talk like everyone around you, but you are special. There is a great and mighty call of God upon your life. Gentleness is in the inside of you and is bub greatness, sorry. Greatness is in the inside of you and is bubbling, waiting to burst forth. Praise the Lord. You might be in that village, you might be in that town that probably that is remote and nobody looks at you, but settle it that something great is going to come out of this place. Praise the Lord. Why? Greatness is inside you. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this knowledge. I arise to the reality of what I am and what I have in you. The light that shines out of my spirit has set me apart from ordinary people. I do not qualify for greatness by merit. I qualify because of what you have done in me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen.